Hey, Scott Graves here, creator of the Epicast. I'm jumping in here to tell you that this show has joined the Apollo Plus program. Apollo Plus is a creator-owned platform where subscribers can help support some cool fiction podcast creators like Tal Manier, Bloody FM, Ransom Productions, and me. Apollo Plus shows are ad-free and I've got some pretty cool bonus content. And if that sounds cool, you can join Apollo Plus by downloading the Apollo Podcast app on Android or iOS, or by going to apollopodcast.com. Again, that's apollopodcast.com or through the Apollo Podcast app on iOS and Android. Thanks for the support. You're listening to a Gravestone Production Podcast. A gentle and muffled whom, whom of magical sigils being pressed announces the arrival of guests in the foyer of Mara's Tower. As the door opens, a pair of the human-dog abominations that are the antenna charge into the room, short swords drawn, mouths open, tongue lolling breath, haggard in excitement as they storm through the room deeper into the tower. Following them through the door in a much more refined fashion strides Olympias, her hair held back by a sweaty headband. The morning sun and the lumbering form of her bodyguard Prexenos follow her into the tower. As the pair slowly make their way through the ground floor, Olympias finally speaks. The Antinas make no noise. I would have expected barking by now. Praxinos puts his hand against the oven. The coals have gone out, love. Judging by the rather orderly piles of ash outside, the fugitives are definitely not pigs, and have probably moved on from this place. Olympias sticks her head in the doorway of the tower main. One of the Antinus comes down the stairs, its sword sheathed and stands, panting, in front of Olympias. Found nothing, dog. A sad growl. Olympias scowls. What of the demon? Prexenos approaches and puts a hand around her waist. If the oven is cold, love, the demon is probably gone now. Some guardian they were. I remember when Theophany wouldn't shut up about how good it was to have a guardian like that. Don't worry, dear. Prexnos begins to move her back towards the entrance of the tower. They've got nowhere to run. We're far enough away from any other island the harpy could never reach land. Cleo will probably seek safety in the Guardian's temple, but Skargus is not an enemy by a long shot. So Ilrigger can't swim, and the Triton, should they choose to flee, well, who would believe them? But my reckon, they're trapped here. Olympia sighs, resting her head on Prexnos's shoulder as they walk into the sun again. You are such a ray of sunshine, my love. But you already knew that. Of course, dear. Do you think they figured it out? The demon's condition. Prexenos tilts his head back to look Olympias in the eyes. Oh, I highly doubt it. I suspected the nature of a tragedy shredded in irony, to be lost forever amongst the pages of truth's heavy book. Olympias smiles. Prexenos leans in and gives her a soft and passionate kiss. Have I ever told you how much I love it when you talk? Olympias lets out a chuckle as Prexenos gives her butt a squeeze. She slaps his hands away, still smiling. Not now, Prexenos. We have a job to do. Olympias lets out a low whistle, getting the attention of her antina retinue. Find the scent, dogs. Find the scent. Previously on the Epicast... Our heroes hike up to the volcanic temple. These doors open up deeper into the temple, and as the final clunk of their opening fades, 
A low mechanical hiss travels through the darkness, igniting lanterns on the five rows of pillars, bathing this enormous cathedral in light. The cathedral has an arched ceiling some 60 feet tall covered in depictions of the deeds of Lotix. The room spans 75 feet wide and 100 feet long, ending in a towering metal and marble statue of Lotix. An absolutely ripped harpy with a hammer clutched in the right hand, raw iron in the left. One of their wings is a large, beautiful feathered wing. The other is a large mechanized prosthetic of wrought bronze. To the left and right of the statue are alcoves, each with bronze statues of five sables arranged in different positions of play. And then behind the statue of Lotix, you can see a small set of double doors. However, the temple contains a terrible trap. I want to go look at the statue. As you approach the statue, uh, you begin to hear a low mechanical whirring, and the sables come to life and rush you, and they're going to get a surprise round. Oh, I forgot to check the traps. In a treacherous position, Vesuvius makes a plea. I'm going to turn towards the statue of Lotix. Mm. I'm going to raise my arms and offer a prayer to Lotix. And I'm going to say, Lotix, please hear my cry. This is Vesuvius, son of Zerate. We mean you no harm or disrespect. We are simply trying to find a way to get off this island and reverse the effects of our crew. We mean you no harm and we come in peace. Please lay off this attack. Roll Persuasion. 20. The epic continues now. Welcome back to the Epicast, everybody. I just spilled water all over myself. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) That's what we're all about here on the Epicast. I guess I am your game master, as always, Scott Graves. With me is Jessica Simons. Hey, y'all. That's me. I play Tassie, our swashbuckler rogue, as I tell you every week, just in case you forget. Every two weeks, just in case you forget. Fun fact of the day is we're doing some depressing facts, at least those of us that have trauma. Um, (laughs) (laughs) It's called sad facts. Sad facts. Yeah, I like sad facts today. I'd say that I, I've sort of mentioned this in passing before uh, that Tasi does not like the color bright green, partially because in the very blurry, vague memory she has in the one that she remembers something, you know, almost crushing her to death, uh, the very vaguely she can remember seeing like a bright green color in the edges of her village vision. Mm-hmm. And it could have been a plant. It could have been, you know, whatever she was lying on, it could have been what was on her. She's not really sure, but something about seeing like really vivid bright greens just makes her feel very slightly nauseous. So she has several things, just associations that she doesn't understand, but she doesn't know what they are until they happen. And suddenly they'll just be like, wow, I don't like sleeping on something soft and I don't like the color green. So it's, it's kind of like playing trauma roulette by living. Cause she doesn't really know what happened only that something awful did just based off this weird blurry memory. That's one of the only things she has. Trauma. Trauma. Sad. With us is also Caitlin Evans. Hello. If you haven't realized by now, I played Demetra. (laughs) Um, (laughs) 
And in case you weren't paying attention at all. Yeah. <laughs> like eight episodes. And my fact, my sad fact, <laughs> I guess. Um, Demetra's parents are both dead. Uh, they were. Oh <laughs> That's rough, buddy. This is a terrible idea. They, <laughs> this was a terrible idea. I told everybody that. Yeah, we're they, still doing it. <laughs> they were. Uh, they were executed in oh, a oh, what failed the heck? <laughs> after a failed rebellion against oh. the government oh. of Valerian. Jeez. Wow. Wow. More on that later. <laughs> <laughs> Parents are martyrs. That'll Dang. be on the five o'clock news. <laughs> <laughs> and now for the weather. <laughs> That's actually perfect. And now for the weather. Katie's gonna cast uh, call lightning. <laughs> so, so speaking of Katie, Katie Ming, everybody. Hello, tis I. I am still Alia the Beacon. I guess my sad fact would be the first time that she became like the beacon sort of person, it was more on accident than anything else. She had been trying to see if she could fly above the storm clouds to see the stars and saw the ship down there and went down to help them. But she was too late to help some of the sailors who had already fallen overboard and were drowning. And so after seeing all that, she was like, I gotta help these people if I can, like later, because it it really got to her seeing these people totally in distress, almost hitting the cliffs and dying. So that after that, she continually would help them when she can, when she could, when she could see them. That's like um, a wholesome sad fact, though. It is a wholesome <laughs> sad fact. She she stumbled upon <laughs> she stumbled upon her destiny and was just like, oh, oh no, and then has been trying to help them ever since. And last but not least, Nick Meyer, everybody. Hey, everyone. It's me, Nick, Nick Meyer, playing Vesuvius, the sexy sword swinging, uh, hell raising uh, mother trucker. <laughs> Vesuvius, sad fact, I'm pretty sure we've talked about this before, but he doesn't know his mom. He doesn't know who she is, where she is, why she is, what she is. Um, Nobody ever asks how she is. (laughs) And certainly not how she is. For good reason. Um, And, you know, he's he's kind of asked, he's poked around and asked around a bit, but he just always felt like there was such a sore subject and just always... Always made things awkward and weird, and so he just kind of gave up on the, that a while ago. Hmm. To hmm. never know that. Okay, I've already introduced myself. I am Scott Graves. Don't say a sad fact. I'm sorry, I don't. I don't really want to do a sad. Don't fact. do no, a sad. No, you're fact. just personal. You're you're like, yeah, you don't need that energy. <laughs> <laughs> What's a funny fact? A f- a yeah, funny tell us fact? a funny DM. Turn fact. it around. Yeah. yeah, bring it. Bring the lighthearted back. Whether it's like a screw up or just a funny moment in game. What's a funny fact? Um, we need something lighthearted before yeah. we all die in combat. <laughs> I think my fun fact is that my favorite description that I've written for this module is the entrance to the room you're currently in. It was good. Hey. Like when I was, when it I was, was good. it was beautiful. like this, this is actually the first like set of the mini dungeons that I designed when I was building this, this module. Mm. So there you go. That's Ooh, my, cool. that's my fun fact for you guys. Excellent. Yeah. When last we left our intrepid adventurers, you had made a, Vesuvius had made a plea to Lotix. To call off the sables. Yep. I rolled to determine if Lotix was listening. He was. Hey. And I'm going to turn in a fate token. Okay. To give you a chance to re-roll. <gasps> okay. That 
that check. Guys, I was really I sort of feel like it's very important, so we're busting out. <gasps> Mr. Sexy. Sexy dice. Sexy dice. Sexy dice. I don't want to fight any more geese. 23. Ooh. Okay. That's a lot better. That is better. Guys, I got a 20 and a 23. For these convincing. I feel like that's... And the hammer of the statue of Lodex suddenly drops Ooh, and goes okay. clang against the the stone pedestal that it is standing on before raising back into position and these sables freeze and then scurry off back <gasps> into the alcoves. Thank God. Charisma <laughs> is today. effective. We can Woo! talk our way out of situations. Ah! I love not having to always resort to violence. <laughs> I know that's funny coming from the night of hell, but <laughs> honestly, killing is a work, you know? It's like um, a, day, it's a day's work. I get time off work when I get to... Can I keep using the rest of my healing spirit? Please. <laughs> yes, please. Uh, yes, you may maintain that. How? Wonderful. <laughs> you can also take a short rest if you want. I mean, I'm going to use the rest of the spell first, and then yeah, yeah, please. Mm -hmm. Yeah, And then Katie healed us all very well. I'll hail the healer. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, you may also take a short rest if you'd like. Yes, yes please. please. Okay, hit, use, use hit dice, right? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Hit dice, to. that also recharges your action surge and your second wind. And my superiority dice. And your superiority dice. Okay. So you press on on the other side of... Can we, can we just, like, take a moment to actually look around and appreciate like the <laughs> like this temple like for oh, a second yeah. like it's, what's like I would love to know what else gorgeous. is gorgeous okay in terms of like this hallway specifically it's as I said 60 feet tall um, 75 feet wide 100 feet long it's the the statue of Lotix is very fine craftsmanship and it's a mixture of materials the body of the statue is marble. One of its wings is marble. The other, the left wing is a large wrought bronze prosthetic, which you would know is accurate to Lodix's character. He, right. They have a prosthetic wing. And the hammer that it's holding is made out of that wrought bronze as well. And then it's actually, the statue is actually holding just raw iron ore in one hand. Along the ceiling is a bunch of very finely painted frescoes mm. of craftsmanships. Of, of there's like there's images of Lotix building a like these automatons. There's pictures of Lotix as uh, with various deeds that they've done in their past, defeating certain creatures, creating massive like works of architecture in Amphinea and Bazirma. And there's several of these these pictures just glorifying Lotix. Right. Can you do, can you ta cast detect magic? Sure, I'll do that. How much of this place is like magical versus mechanical? Uh, it's in, looks like it's entirely mechanical. Entirely mechanical. That's pretty yeah. cool. Wow, sweet. Are there any? As I search around, are there any like levers or buttons or anything? That, like seems like a, a, a magic or not a magic, but like a mechanical sort of thing that might be like I don't know, hiding a secret door, or controlling the. Just like to make investigation stables? checks. I would like to. 
Someone else should do it too, because I suck at this. <laughs> I also suck, so I'm going to aid somebody else. <laughs> Define suck. Negative one. Uh, you don't see anything okay. along those lines. So nothing in the statue that's like secret lever. Mm-mm. Nothing like that. Okay. I mean, the fact that the marble statue even moved Pretty incredible. in the Pretty first cool. place. Like, you you can live as the more you inspect it. There's no joint there. Ooh. He heard us. And that wasn't, there's no magic on that. And there's no magic on it. Totally heard us. Cool. He lives That's in the cool. statue. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is Lotix. Whoa. <laughs> oh, he lives I, in Asteria. <laughs> somehow, I don't think uh, that's quite it. Before we press on, I'd like to take a minute and be like, so I get there and short rest. I'm like, well, in case that we actually do end up fighting more of these things in the temple or whatever, or we get back, I just want to say, everybody, you're doing a great job. If we come across combat, I encourage you, be ready. Let's be have our guns out, guns blazing. I don't know what a gun is. I just It's a, it's a saying that I say. Uh, but let's, let's be on our toes, all right? And that's me being an inspiring leader. Ooh. So you guys Ooh. are going to each gain 14 temporary oh. hit points. So I know that temp HP box. Woohoo! And that basically lasts until your next rest or they are depleted. Yeah. Woo! Like next long rest or short rest? Either. Oh, I mean. Okay, great. Yeah. At which point you can benefit from it. Benefit from it again. Ooh. So. Uh-huh. You know what? You are full of surprises, Vesuvius. I really didn't think you'd be the encouraging type. Thanks. <laughs> That's such a backhanded compliment. <laughs> Thank no. you. What well, big, intimidating, tall person? I didn't really expect it. Yeah. Mm. Okay. I get that. I get that. <laughs> you know, this, the scar kind of adds to your ambiance. Yeah, the scar and the armor and the flaming sword. I, I'm not hell. the most. Yeah, I mean, that, that's all part of the, the job, though, right? Yeah. You know, I got to I got it. That's, that's part, of the, part of the painkiller, you know, like, code of conduct. You yeah. got to inspire fear and... But, like, I'm also, like, I'm a... Di- I'm a di- I'm a, I feel like I'm a diplomat at heart. Really? Like, come on. Like, I'm here up on the surface. I'm kind of trying to represent Nishfall. He is the person who has done the most diplomatic talking of us so far aside I guess I, I did also telepathically pe- speak to those dog creatures but other than that he's done all the negotiating which has helped us so I enjoy it what can I say it's, no, it's... I, I'm impressed like I said I just you know I'm continually surprised thank you <laughs> <laughs> again I say we go through the door yeah so you head through the double doors to the south of you behind the statue This room contains several shelves along the walls organized in columns to maximize the space. Hmm. Amongst all of the shelves are assortments of various ores, minerals, and other materials. A set of carts are parked by the double doors to the right wall, and there's a door in the wall ahead of you and one on the left. So there is a set of double doors with a set of tracks that the carts can go on leading out those doors to your right. There is this door set in the south wall and this door set in the east wall to your left. A room with many doors. Can I check out the double doors? What else is in here? Uh, there was like the oars on pedestals and stuff and carts. Yeah, it's all, it looks like it's just all raw materials. You want to check through the double doors? Yes. That opens up to a corridor that goes forwards and then turns left further south and you can feel a little bit of heat does coming it, from there? Does it seem to be going up or down? Like down into the heart of the mountain or up to uh, the caldera? It's still level. Mm. All right. 
And we did climb up the mountain a good ways, though. I guess. But well, I guess we're not at the caldera yet because it was a good 70 feet above us before. Yeah. Okay, what about the other doors? I'm going to go to the south door. The south door opens up to a long corridor with the... It, it, there's, a, there's a door on the end of the hall and there is a plaque set into the door, but it's dusty and you can't read it from here. Mm. What the final door? The final door in the eastern wall to your left is locked. Ooh, hit these Can I use my proficiency with thieves tools I've never used before to try to open you it up? You may make a thieves tools check if you have some I thieves have proficiency tools. with thieves tools for whatever reason. I, I check to make sure it's tools, not, yeah. Can I check to make sure it's not trapped first? Sure. Hmm, that's a smart idea. What's the door? I wouldn't have thought of that. Uh, <laughs> roll investigation for that. Investigation. Yeah. What's the door? Does anyone man? else want to check and I can help them? Because I have negative one investigation. I'm, I'm not good at this. Okay, great. I'm not very good at investigation, but I'll do it. I will aid you. I was saying, just awesome. this, this is investigation is if you're actively looking at something. Perception is just surveying from yeah. where you are. It's a 15. Thing. 15? Yeah. Uh, it does not appear to be trapped. I think it's fine. Cool. You're a rogue, right? With proficiency with thieves tools? I am. Why don't you do it? All right. What's your bonus in thieves tools? Yes. How much? (laughs) How much? Proficiency bonus. Oh, plus It doesn't have any decks. Okay. Yeah, I'll do it. Honestly, this is the first time I've used them too, so let's see how it goes. Does not go well. Want to re-roll that? Yes, I do. (laughs) (laughs) Here's a fate token. She has double-checked destiny. All right, teacup dice, don't fail me now. It's 24. That'll pass. That's way better. Much better. (laughs) Uh, You pick the lock and open the door to reveal another storage closet. This one is deep and contains what look to be precious metals. There are small boxes along these shelves. Some of the small boxes contain precious gems. Some of the boxes along the walls contain gears and pins and mechanics that might only be understood by the most devoted of Lotix's followers. I really don't think we should take this. Somehow it was wrong of robbing a temple. Especially after he was very kind to call off the attack and all that. I feel like we shouldn't. We have enough things trying to kill us as it is. Let's not make it more. Yeah. We'll close the door again. Nothing else in here? Just. Uh, Nope, nothing else in there. Cool. All right. All right. Can I lock the door from the inside? Yeah, you can lock the door. I'll lock it. I'll gently lock it. You know, I really don't know where I learned how to do this. (laughs) You're a natural kid. I want to go and read that plaque. I also yeah. would like to, to make sure there aren't check like traps while I'm in walking the down there. I don't want to get yeah, Go ahead and roll perception. Yay. Is it sight-based? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's 21. Nice. Uh, you do not see any traps. And as you get to the, about halfway down the hall, you can see the, read the plaque with your keen eyes. Woo-hoo. It says head priest office. Oh, hmm. cool. We might be able to find something Is in it, there. If I go all the way down, is the door locked? Uh, no, it's actually, it's unlocked. Oh. I'm going to knock first. <coughs> that... No answer. Great. Okay. Then I'm going to go inside. It's a ruined old temple. I'd be terrified Not if ruined. someone answered. <laughs> I'm going to follow city. you. Yeah. So this long corridor opens up into a decently sized room that doubles as a bedroom and a closet. As well as an office. Sorry, a bedroom and an office. And a right closet. The four-poster <laughs> bed on the eastern wall is made and covered with a thick, soft-looking blanket. The heavy oak wardrobe and bedside tables next to the bed speak of strong craftsmanship, and the heavy oak desk against the wall looks very, 
very sturdy. Hmm. Everything in this room is covered in a decent layer of dust. Are there any, like, documents that might have this priest's name on them? Uh, yes. Let me check for that. Their name was Paris. Hmm. Like Paris, like the city, or like P-E-R-I-S? Like the Pokemon. Like. Yeah. <laughs> 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 That's, that was honestly what I was thinking, too. <laughs> uh, yes, like the city, but also like the Iliad. Oh, yeah. Okay, great. Vesuvius, there actually is something, if you're looking at the desk, that catches your eye. Okay. Uh, the jars contain various papers on the upkeep of the temple, as well as orders from the forge and records of its works, mastercrafts, and who they were purchased by, contracted by, etc. One item that you note, Vesuvius, is that there was a cloak contracted by a woman named Delia the Illrigger, but it looks like it was never picked up. Ooh. There was a cloak? A cloak contracted by a woman named Delia the Illrigger. Does it say where this cloak might be? It doesn't. It mm. just says it was never picked up. Is there a... um? There's another door in this on this map. Is there another closet here or something like that? Uh, there is another hallway. Also, was there a date on that, like when it was supposed to be picked up? Yeah, the dates from this are several hundred years old. Oh, okay, great. So this person is probably so, dead. Yeah, it's it's very safe to say that that most likely this whole temple like was destroyed with the volcano exploded, which was probably easily a thousand years ago or more. It's, cool. it's so hard to tell. Yeah. So it's just like none of the like names mentioned of like in the year of this are de- are like relevant to your memory. Great. Because they don't like this world doesn't keep track of time. Like the year is X. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean like, like in the year of this person yeah. and reigning of Bazirma. But of I mean thing. like the person who, who ordered this cloak, there's no way that they're still alive and like will be like, probably not. Thing. Yeah. Yeah, certainly. Um, Nick, you can roll history, though, on, on Delia the other rigger. Delia Vanish? Uh, yeah. Nope, I do not know nothing. Three. Yeah, that would not be enough to remember anything about Delia. Tragic. Tears. Tragic. All right. Uh, what's in the closet? Uh, sorry, there is no closet. Oh. <laughs> you maxed out I, the closet earlier. I read that incorrectly. There is another hallway. Ooh, I'm going to go down it. Yeah, keep going. Okay. You go through the door at the end to reveal a massive room. Oh, Ooh, shoot. And this shoot. is where the other hallway seems to connect to as yeah, well. Yeah, it does. Okay. Let's see a set of double doors to the north. Oh, boy. This thing is huge. This thing is huge. This large domed room is very very warm. Spread throughout the room are giant bellows, a large central forge with multiple entrances surrounded by several sets of anvils. Specialty tools hang along the walls while common tools sit on individual priest workbenches, their names carved on metal plaques hanging from the sides. Across from the entrance, a dull red light dances across an arched entryway to a balcony overlooking the caldera. Uh-huh. A set of stairs lead down into the caldera, but just as you notice the stairs, you hear a rasping sound. Mm-hmm. Uh, suddenly slipping out of the forge looms the figure of a gargantuan black serpent with red diamonds patterned down its back and large yellow eyes. It smiles, revealing large fangs and a forked tongue as huge black wings open up on its back. Everybody needs to give me... A saving throw. Okay, oh. realistically speaking, yet. we just came in through <laughs> here. Where would we... Would we be close together still? 
Uh, yes, you would be. Okay, because that matters for making wisdom saves. I'm. Let me let me check. It is a wisdom saving throw. All right. I think you guys get advantage if you're, we're all clumped together. You're all within five feet of me. Great. It's a four for me. Oh. oh. Ooh, yikes. I don't get that advantage. What was you got a four? A four. Fail. Twenty-seven. Pass. Sixteen. Fail. Ah. Oh. Dirty twenty. Pass. Uh-huh. What what was the what was the number? Probably eighteen or something. DC twenty. Oh, okay. Good. Oh, oh, I expended a security um, die. Good choice. <laughs> I was gonna say a, those who failed. You are a a supernatural panic overcomes you. I will say. You don't have to immediately start running, mm-hmm. but you do have the frightened condition towards this creature. Definitely can't move any closer, um, that's for sure. Yeah, I can't move closer. Were you guys both at full health or no? So there's a no. large area in the center of this map that okay. is the forge and you would not want to walk into because it's currently lit. Oh boy. Ooh. It's it's And it looks like the way this room is designed, there is a massive central forge with a bunch of openings into it. Mm-hmm. And mm. all the workbenches are moving along, like almost like a wagon wheel kind oh, of thing. That's kind of cool. This creature has emerged out from the. Yes, a snake. Oh, it's a big snake. Oh, oh, it's a big it's got snake. It's about three times our size. The heck? Oh, sorry. Ah! <laughs> sorry, he has four <laughs> times our size, actually. <laughs> size category gargantuan. I could swallow me. Gargantuan? Yes. Oh my ah! gosh. That's as big as they get, y'all. You know, there's some fights that we cannot win. No, there's Colossal. <laughs> That's true, it's Colossal. <laughs> You're right. Caitlin. Hi. Demetra may make a history check with advantage. Okay. Or a nature check. Ooh, uh, Could you describe this creature once more for the audience and for myself? Uh, what you see is a large, gargantuan black snake with red eyes and red diamond patterns down the back and those who failed the saving throw see large, massive black wings unfurling from behind it with the patterns that make it look like the eyes on the wings. Oh, yeah. Right? Those of you who passed, do you recognize those wings as illusions? (laughs) (laughs) Um, That's cool. I like that a lot. 17. 17? That's a cool touch. You know, you've seen this creature before. This creature monster. is a katasfidi. Ooh. Oh. But this is the days. biggest katasfidi you have ever seen. Okay. What does she know about that? Uh, Demetra. <laughs> I fought one of these before. Oh, oh. You, oh you know. <laughs> oh, she knows. <laughs> what What do you know? Uh, what do I know? It is It is a, a large magical beast. Very territorial. Oh boy. Where's the balcony um, that you said that had like the stairway? The balcony that you have is the south end of this chamber. Wonderful. And as this creature unfurls the wings, it says, Leave my home. Can talk. We're here for the calderas, right? Or for the, the flowers? The, the flower. yeah, and yeah. those don't seem to be in here. They're in the this caldera. Definitely not the caldera. No. Why did we come here in the first place? Because we're there's looking- a staircase to the caldera right there. 
We you think so? Pass. Yes, he said that a second ago. That there's mm. that down here on the south side. There's a balcony that has a staircase that leads to the caldera. How big is the staircase? Like how wide is it? I'll, I will eliminate it for you. So it's like five feet wide. So if we ran in there, this guy would probably not be able to follow us in there. Uh, it's a it's a, the staircase is open air. Yeah. Oh. Because well, then it's how off do we of get a balcony. Out? Oh, because this goes back in the side of the mountain. Yeah. So the, the staircase is like carved into the side of a, the caldera going down deeper towards this open area. Like, like it's, it's just open staircase into the caldera and you can see down below. The, the stairs on the landing overlook a deep and wide crater. The caldera must be at least a mile or two wide and over a hundred feet deep. It's hard to tell how deep the caldera truly is as a rather large lake has formed in the middle. And along the edge of the lake, you can see a light dusting of purple flowers poking out from the harsh black earth. We can see that from here? I'm giving you a little bit of like a bird's eye view of this. Oh, okay, okay. Your characters can't see that deep because mm. you're still just, it's blocked by the balcony. But the stairs off to the left side, or, or off to the side of the platform, wind down to the black ground below and are full of uh, small holes in no particular pattern, though the integrity of the structure still feels strong. So this this snake here kind of feels like something that kind of like maybe probably set up residence here as it's taken as its home and probably not like something that's like a guardian of the temple, right? Uh, that's one way to look at it. I can either confirm or deny. How how what, do is I? Is there a rule I can do? Is that like an assumption or is that like a, a rule I can probably do or maybe she could do? You would know that like Cutusfidi and Lotix aren't particularly associated. Associated, yeah. Right. Can we just talk talk? To I, the snake? I, that's what I want to do. Yeah. That's I, what I was thinking. I was you need a like, break for it. I, 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 I think my silver sheath anyway, but I, I put my hands up in the air and I just say, we are sorry to disturb you. We are simply here on a quest to gather a flower, a single flower to be able to restore our crew who have been wrongfully turned into beasts by evil people. We need no of your time and we'll take none of your treasure or, or, or space. We simply want... A flower. Absolutely not. Oh man. Oh, man. This is my domain. Get out! Tactical retreat, heal up, buff, and then come back. Um, 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 I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, um, Can we telepathically <laughs> talk to, to you I'd in particular and be like, I would appreciate it if you could keep him talking for as long as you can so that I can turn invisible and fly down there, grab some flowers, and we can leave. Can I think back to you with Bruce with telepathy or not? Yes. Uh, great idea. Um, and then I just keep talking to say, absolutely, by by all means, you are a, a, a incredibly awesome. fearsome and, 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 and powerful being. I, I, we would not want to disturb your domain at, at all, but I'm may I just hide. say, as I'm talking, can yeah. she just do and this? And I'm going to hide <laughs> behind him and then cast greater invisibility on myself. Okay, roll a stealth check. <laughs> if anything, you could just, you could... Because you failed the, th- the, r- the throw, right? I did. You could just turn around and run back into the hallway, Ooh. out of line of sight, which would end frightened condition that's, usually. Yeah. That's true. You could just run away. And then I could be invisible and come back out. Yeah. Why don't you just run away? You're like, you just turn Absolutely. around. Absolutely. Yeah, just do that. Just run towards the hallway. So I will I will run away over there. Okay. <laughs> um, once I'm out of the line of sight, I will cast greater invisibility on myself. Okay. Um... I'm assuming I Greater still have Greater invisibility? To... Yes. Ooh. It's not a six level spell. It's a fourth level spell. It is. 
Invisibility is so what? broken. There's Great. no way. Great invisibility is nasty. I it's love it. It's so good. I can't <laughs> believe that's, that's not, that has to be. It is in fact a great, well, I mean, can I, can I not take it if it says that you have to have like one of two different, it has like a, on my little app, it has like land slash underdark. Oh, you can cannot I not take, you can't that? take it. Ah. Yeah, yeah was, that is a that is a druid circle of land, under dark circle. That. Wait, but you have to do like trace, right? I do I was, have I, well, that trace. No, I, I would have noticed it too because I just looked at Greater Invisibility and it's like Bard, Sorcerer, Wizard. And I'm like, hold on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> However, you have Pass Without Trace, which would give. I have Pass Without Trace and I have Wild Shape. And if you could do that on. Oh, and Wild Shape. Wild yeah. Shape into a fly. You would and have, like. <laughs> gotta be able to carry it. So oh. I want to point out with. Pass without trace. That does not stop anybody from actively seeing See, you. Yeah. Right. It's just a plus ten to your stealth checks, yeah. which is amazing. You could also, if you wanted, you could cast path. You guys could, you and Tassie could run away because she also failed. That's true. I did. And then you could, once you had a light of sight, cast path of trace on her, which gave her a plus twenty-two to stealth. <laughs> and then she could try to run down there and grab it. Well, the wisdom could pull is a twenty-three. I'm gonna ask this question. Okay. Uh -huh. This is a gargantuan catasphidi snake yeah. who is tall enough to look down upon all of you. Right. And you want her to try and stealth <laughs> by it. Its eyes are the size of her. Yeah. Okay, but, but, but here's the weird thing. There's also another entrance to this room in the back, the double doors that's facing away from right now, right? I'd have to- Plus there's mm -hmm. this big forge in the middle of it. Mm -hmm. So theoretically, if she went all the way around the hallway, came open through those doors, and, is an, and this is like a magical stealthing ability. So she has like some sort of like magical, you know, ability to be unseen, to run around down the stairs, grab a flower, come back, go the same way. If I'm kind of talking to it and it's facing just me and she kind of skirts around the forge, the giant forge in the middle of the room. I feel like it might see me right here, though. No matter what, because even if I came from the north around the forge, it would it would rely on it not seeing me come up behind it, sneaking around the forge, and then directly into its line of sight again, going down the stairs. It's not directly into the line of sight. I'm just saying you can attempt this, but it's going to be very, very, very okay. difficult. Can okay. we just like hold on, hold on? What if I just ran Can away screaming and pretended I I had like gone crazy? Because I'm already terrified. What's the point of that? Maybe it wouldn't chase if I ran deeper. I don't so, know. I so feel if like I can't have great invisibility and I switch it out for a different spell that I can have, right? Mm -hmm. um, if I were to use conjure woodland beings, could I make something like little, little like birds or something that could feasibly appear in this area Ooh. and have them like go fly over there, pick flowers in their beaks and then like leave and meet us somewhere else? Is that something that like feasibly I could do if I were in the hallway? What if you conjured woodland beings as like an offering? We could get a couple of deer and be like, oh, great, snake. Please I, cool your scales for a second. While we I don't think that's going to work. I think I using them to get the stuff for us would work Would work way better. Can you control them? Yeah. Oh. Is um. there another entrance to this caldera that we're aware of? Not that you can see. But like, it's an open, it's a volcano, right? Yeah, they obey any verbal commands that I issue. So theoretically, could something fly into this thing from above? We talked about how that might be a bit of a problem with um, with fall damage if you get hit by something or 
Well, yeah. if it's a, a, you just conjure a flying little birdie. That's what I was saying, yeah. And go in and pick the flowers mm-hmm. for us and come back out. Also, I feel like this, you guys are starting on the stealth thing too much because there's this giant forge in the middle of the room. It's on the northeast side and the sayers are on the south side. So it's kind of cutting off a little bit of the line of sight, especially if you're coming from behind it, if it's facing, not facing that way. Plus, if you have a plus 22 to stealth, you could get a 44, <laughs> theoretically, for that. Plus, does it, don't you have, like, guidance or something you can cast on her as well? I do. I mean, you I can keep do forgetting both. I have guidance, guidance but I do, in fact, have guidance, but yeah. But, I mean, that'd still be enough time if you're just dashing. Thoughts on my Conjure Woodland Beings idea? Um, this is not a spell I've thought about because it does have Fae, and I don't... Fae isn't really a th- Thing. Yeah, I wasn't sure. So, I, don't I know. think it, it's I have, not necessarily. I have to figure out a other. I feel like the challenge rating two or lower is is fine. I don't know what those would look like so much as. I was planning on doing like a, a handful of very small ones, not like mm-hmm. big things, because I wanted yeah, to try like to get a few, and that way, even if like yeah, that way, even if some of them got knocked down or like got attacked by the snake, hopefully at least one of them will survive. Yeah, I mean, an eagle is challenge rating zero, so you could do. Mm-hmm. Eight of the eight eagles, and just fly in there. Yeah, I was I was planning on doing some sort of bird that I might have seen on the walk up that could feasibly have strayed th- this far because birds end up in weird places all the time, mm-hmm. you know. So I was hoping for it to be like to look like birds that could be here and that it wouldn't be out of place. Because mm-hmm. I can cast it up to sixty feet away from me, so they don't have to come out of the same hallway I'm in. They can yeah, just yeah. like be flying around. I mean, you can certainly try. Well, then I'm I'm in the hallway because I already ran in the hallway yes. regardless. So I will try that. And I'm going to try. Hold on. How far away? If the birds fail, I guess we stealth or we have to fight this thing. But I'm pretty sure this thing can eat us. I think, I, I think yeah, I think that the, the idea would be birds first because that's it's not going to think that's us yeah. probably. And then stealth. Okay. okay. And then we're waiting on Sidorf and it sees you. We jump in to attack. Mm-hmm. So the, these birds will last up to an hour. Mm -hmm. Um, and they will listen to any commands I give. Okay. So I will cast them. I I just checked. I can cast them in the, uh, in the stairway and that's 60 feet from where I am right now in the doorway of like the thing. Oh, nice. So then the, this little flock of birds will start at the, like where the balcony is. Um, cause when I looked at it, it was right, right here, Mm -hmm. you know, and then they can fly down each pick one flower and then I'll tell them to meet us at the entrance of the temple. Mm. So they'll fly up and then back around to the entrance of the temple. Okay. That is my plan. I will cast that. Great idea. Okay. I'm just holding right now, assuming that Alia has a plan because she just ran into the hallway, even though I am terrified. I think I'm just going to keep talking and just kind of walking like around, like kind of like I'm heading towards the stairs Try to draw eyes away. Sorry, not towards towards the hallway uh, that we came from, which is slightly away from the stairs. Uh, there are always some line of sight of stairs. Just keep talking and just trying to get a line of sight to follow me. Okay. So, how does this conjure woodlands spell look like? Is it like because it kind of just all of a sudden eagles appear in that area? Our eagles because this would have says seen like they here. appear in an unoccupied space. You can see the range. So I think that's kind of like they. You're able to like, you know, maybe they're actual birds from somewhere, but then they suddenly go whoop, and they're where. Yeah. 
you want them to be. Yeah. Um, I think it would probably be like, like they would kind of appear from above, not from below. So it would kind of be like, almost like, like they phase into being is what I'm thinking yeah. of. So um, because I have, I, I worship a Kayani for the, for the mm-hmm. most part. And so he, since, you know, God of like the sky and, and all that kind of stuff, they would be coming from up, not from down. So kind of like swooping down, but like they weren't there and all of a sudden there's something swooping there. Mm-hmm. And I purposefully angled it in my, in like when I was trying to do it so that it's on the other side of the forge from where the snake is. So hopefully right. he can't see that. They just kind of appeared. Okay. I'm gonna roll perception for a couple things. Mm-hmm. Can I roll something as like a distracting sort of thing? No, because it's it's got a it's got a couple things that's noticing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also am going to take a few steps back slowly, just like eyes locked on the snake. Mm-hmm. Lost like all color. Are you gonna back up with us to make sure? Are you standing there all yourself? No, I'm gonna get closer to it. <laughs> I want to taunt the snake. Are you okay. sure about that? <laughs> okay. I think a couple things happen here. Because I rolled perception for, for the snake, for the Katasfiti, and it did notice the birds suddenly appearing Aww. in the thing. It became distracted by that, but then tracked it to, because there's a little bit, it's not complete line of sight blocked on that door. Mm. And so I think, you know, it would kind of move a little bit towards it in curiosity uh, and spy uh, you casting the spell, Alia. Um, Cause you have to have the door open for line of sight. Right. Yeah. And it's not happy about that. So it's going to go say, I said, be gone and dash over and attack the birds. Oh, oh. Uh, That it assumes you summoned. Okay. How far would the birds have been able to go? Well, you considering you just summoned them. Oh. (laughs) How fast can this thing move? Extremely fast. It just moves fast. I mean, it's a huge snake. It It stretches half the length, I imagine. It's just gonna, gonna, just gonna give it a little bite. Okay. So it is now in front of where we need to go. Uh, that's going to be a 25 to hit your birds. I mean, I'm assuming that hits, but like, is he, is it, can he attack all of them at once? Yeah, are they individual or are they like a cluster? It's eight fey creatures. Huh. They have an armor cost like of 12 and three hit points. Eight eagles. Ah. Uh, yeah. Cost of 12. Um, and this is a massive snake. I'm gonna like, roll to see. Once? I'm gonna roll a d4 to see how many it gets. Okay. Because whatever it gets, it's killing. Obviously. Yeah. Immediately. Yeah. That's why I went for eight because I was like, hopefully yeah. at least one will live. I uh, got three. Okay. But there's still five more. Yes. I mean, I think we're gonna go into initiative. Yeah, unless fun. you're just gonna let it chase down and get these. Can it birds. chase it down the stairs? Yeah, are the stairs wide enough for it to go down? I don't know if it has to. Looks like it is wide enough for me. No, it, also, mean, it doesn't have to go down the stairs. It can just go over the top of the stairs. The stairs are open uh, air. Yeah. Okay, so there's no... Oh, I see. Mm. Okay. We've got to get those flowers and get out of here. Yeah. I don't I think we I, have a choice. We are uh. We are not all at full. I think a tactical retreat and a plan is probably best at this point. What do you guys think? 
That could be. What was your idea, Caitlin? No, no, no. I want to no, hear it. Is home is like this forge area in the middle? Like it's trying to protect this think, area that we're in. I think it whole, might be the whole caldera. Yeah. It might be the whole caldera. The whole yeah. caldera. Okay. It, yeah, never mind. His stuff. Uh, yeah, you can insight. Nick, you were talking okay. to it. Yeah, well, because we, since we said we just want to get the flowers and then we'll leave and that's it. And he's like, no, this is my domain. That makes me think that he's like guarding the whole, like including the flowers. 19. You would under, into it by the way it was talking that it means this room and the entire caldera. Oof. Hmm. Which checks out with about the size of territory that Katasfidi claim from your understanding. So can he see the whole caldera from this forge or does he have to be on the balcony to, to see like, all that in there? In there? Uh, you'd have to be on the balcony to see the entirety of it, mm-hmm. but you can definitely see a decent amount of it through the, the balcony. The little bit that I have on the map is not the entirety of it. It's just like the important part that you would go to. Right. Can can it fit through that northern staircase? The northern hallway? Yeah. Uh, no, it's it. You well, maybe. Maybe we don't. It's know. hard to tell. It might be able to squeeze itself through it. Okay. But it definitely could not fit through the door that you guys came through. And are you able to tell us how fast it can move? Like what its movement speed is? No. No. <laughs> no. All right, cool. Just assume it's 60 feet or something. It's fast. The it average did. creature has a 30 foot movement speed, if that helps. Okay. Okay, well, we need to we need to move because it's only a matter of time before it gets pissed enough to start attacking us. So we either need to act or we need to retreat and make a plan like Vesuvius is saying. I, you guys aren't even at full. No, no. I. That's... I'd really just like, this feels like a, a very much like a, uh, you know, big boss uh, kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, maybe we should back off and, and make sure we're ready to go in and like uh, figure out a plan. Yeah. yeah I, th- maybe, I say maybe we go back to the, the, the front and see, wait and see if it gets all the birds or if one of them can sneak by. Uh, yeah. I mean, we could also, I could try to like sling something at it from behind and see if it can make it mad enough that it'll like from this doorway that it'll, like distracted from the birds, but that's what I was gonna suggest is that, like, since I'm kind of in here, move up over here and start like kicking stuff. Yeah, start start throwing stuff at like the center to try to distract it so it doesn't hit the birds. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or that if I get to that side of the room, mm-hmm. distract it, then retreat through that those doors. Yeah, behind me. Uh, while it's like taunted at me, would you be able to fly into the caldera and get a flower at yourself and fly out or no? You have goading strike. I do have goading strike. That might work. Especially okay. if you're in like a doorway yeah. and he can't quite reach you. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, right now it's blocking the balcony with its entire body. Right. Yeah. So we would need to get it towards the, t- the top of the room. Mm. So what I'm thinking is maybe if these eagles fail, we just, we back out in this hallway. We go... You and me, Demetra, we go around to the double doors at the Wait. north side of the room, and then you guys, uh, yeah. uh, Tasi and uh, like your original plan, uh, yeah, yeah, Alia, yeah, come off of the side hallway, and while we're distracting it, she's got goading strike. Yeah, you can like pass without trace or just fly down there and just run for it. Yeah, and just yeah. try to get it, and that's, then which, which which was Caitlin's original plan, which yes. I think is turning out to be the best. Our best shot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's a With great Caitlin. idea. Yeah. <laughs> so should we retreat, like get all ready, and then do that? Yeah, because mm-hmm. I'm still frightened, guys. All right. Yeah, okay. while it's dealing with those eagles, let's back out. All right, great. 
Tactical retreat. Tactical retreat. <laughs> and then, <laughs> will I know, like, based on like how concentrating on the spell, if once all the eagles are gone? Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Okay. So, how long does it take him to get all the eagles? Does he get uh, all the eagles? Yeah. It does get Darn. all the eagles, and I will say from what you can tell. I think I think roll roll an Arcana check, but I think you're gonna you can try and get a little bit of information on how it gets them. On how it okay, gets them. Okay, while we're back here, that's a natural one. <laughs> okay, yeah, can, can, really can we like stand in the hallway door and like watch? <laughs> uh, yeah, you could you could do that. All right, um, yeah, you can you can see as it like the, these eagles very quickly will fly out of range, uh-huh. but then it manifests these black blades. Of cool. like energy in the air, and they go. Sew, sew. Oh no! That's kick strike ass. each of them. <laughs> That's actually That's so scary freaking as cool. heck. All right, I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna purposely leave this door open. Okay. Ooh, good idea. Yeah. Extra escape route. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what signal should we have? Like, should we have a signal when we get back in, or should we just come back around the hallway and be like, "Time to go, guys." Well, I think. Oh, like when you guys uh, yeah, try to go we, get it when we get back. I think when you just start hearing us talking yeah. to, taunting. Okay. Strike, she's goading, striking, or whatever it yeah. then. So I think we. Okay. From we, from where we were, could I see if there were any small animals already in the caldera? You didn't see any. Didn't see any? Yeah. Okay. okay. Just from, for my reference, yeah. Yeah. It's from from what you know, just geography and terrain. This, this high up on the mountain, on anything, it's probably dead of, of animals. Yeah. Could you wild. Especially sh- with. The creature like this here, which is super territorial, so territorial it will kill anything that yeah. dallies for too long. Could you wild shape into something really fast? That's what I was thinking. Is if we go back out to the entrance, and you guys are gonna come and distract it. Or Once still? I hear it being distracted, if I fly up to the top, like before, where not where quite where it can see me, then I can enter the caldera. I I can wild shape into flying things now too, so I can fly in, get some stuff, and leave. You could come from outside the temple, Coming too, from outside, yeah. You, that's not a better idea, too. How, we, got two, we got two sort of... How long would that take you? Because this is a big place. Like, the entrance is... The, like, the cavern was gargantuan. So you would have to go all the way back out to the entrance and then fly up and over. We just wait for her to get up there. How, yeah, and she how, can use her telepathy to let us know when she's ready. How long would it take... It's since true. we're not exploring anymore, how long would it take for us to just walk back out of the temple? Like a, like a not long. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's not. Like and a- and it's only what seventy feet up. You said ninety feet from the the entrance of the temple to the top of the caldera. Yeah. And I have a thirty foot flying speed, even just as I am now. Okay. Yeah. You so just fly would, up there, wait yeah. to perch. It wouldn't and then take too long. Wait before you go in. Just we'll be like, oh, yeah. we're we're ready. Okay. So why don't we? We'll modify the plan. We'll have you two. We have the taunting squad in the northern hallway. Mm-hmm. Um. We'll have Alia fly up to the caldera, and I can wait in the eastern hallway just in case something happens to dash in and help yeah, back or up. I could I, I don't know I think I should wait in that hallway just in case something happens to try and go get back up yeah back up is good yeah because I mean the only danger is that if you go down in that caldero even with a double with a dash on my part it'll take at least two rounds for me to get to you at least I mean I really think yeah. if we have it distracted facing away from the caldera away mm-hmm. from the staircase mm-hmm. and you have goading strike I don't see any reason why it would turn around at all mm. yeah and I, I'd like to just be the quietest bird that I can <laughs> and be and you can cast pass without trace on yourself I can mm-hmm. and then wild shape yeah, yeah. And keep that 
That okay. sounds yeah, and then yeah. you can just be at the front too and distracting it as well with us too if you wanted to. I, I wanna stay in that eastern hallway just in case something goes wrong. Because if something mm-hmm. goes wrong, we have to get that flower and get her out. And that would if we're all in that northern hallway, it I would have to yeah, go all sure. the way no, around. Yeah, sure, no, we can make it for flanking yeah. too. Or, yeah. I'm not sure if flanking works on a creature this big, but I'll make noise if we need extra distraction, but I just, I think that having someone ready to go just in case we need to go get her bird body out is Mm -hmm. a good idea. That's a good idea. Um, How are you looking on spell slots, Katie? uh, I'm okay. I'm not great, but I'm okay. I I have used, I have one fourth level left. I have a couple second. I have a couple third. I haven't used any of my first yet. Oh, that's so I'm doing pretty good. So do you want to like use a, like a second level healing summon to, or what's your, what's your healing spells? I've got cure wounds. I can use first level ones. We'll do some first level cure wounds. Yeah. Yeah. And then maybe take a, or should we just take a short rest? I we would rather not use hit die and we just short rested. Okay. Um, I'll go back to. Because we also have your temporary hit points. We do have the yeah, extra. Yeah, we do have that. I'm just saying yeah. if we short rest again, honestly, what I can do, here, here's, here's a, here's a real, here's a real, I'm, I'm stretching the rules here. So what I can do is I can use my infernal conduit to give you, <laughs> uh, <laughs> health from uh. my temporary hit points. And then she heals me, and then we can short rest, and then I can give everyone the temporary hit points back, including myself. I think we just short rested, uh, though. That, <laughs> yeah. Is it, that how that works? It can, it can work <laughs> like that. Or is that you take your hit points and nope. give them not temporary? Infernal Conduit, uh, if you have any extra that can convert it to temporary, uh, you can you can give allies to your health equal to from your temporary hit points as well. Okay. It okay. will use my Infernal Conduits, and those do not recharge in a short rest. Either way, I'm going to cast okay. Cure Wounds right now. Sweet. On who? On you. And that on is, Alia. Yeah, on Alia. Um, so that's seven plus six. So that would be 13 points of healing to you. That'll do it. Um, and then I'll cast one for me as well. Because I should only need one anyway. Okay. I'm, I could also... Oh, I'll be fine. I'm only five Ooh, off. Max! 14 points of healing Ooh. to me. Are you max that maxed out for you? Indeed it is. That's actually more than I needed. Okay. All right. Let's let's do the plan then, guys. Let's get the show on the road. Yeah, I'm only five down, so I'm good right. to go. Cool. Okay. Um, okay, so walk I... me through this plan. Right. Okay. All right. So I'm going to go all the way out of the temple. Okay. And then I'm going to polymorph into a very quiet bird. I don't know what <laughs> bird. Not polymorph. Um, wild shape. A quiet okay. bird that has well, talons I can you're gonna use. You're going to pass without tracing yourself first, right? Yes, pass without trace first. Wild shape into a quiet bird. Fly up to the top of the caldera, but not quite the very top, so I'm out of eyeline. I'm going to wait until I can hear all this craziness happening. And if it takes a while and I don't hear anything, I'm going to telepathically connect to one of them because I can do that in my wild shape, I think, still. Right? Okay. Because I cut as a boar, so I'm assuming I still can in mm-hmm. wild shape. Um, and or, so once uh, there, Sorry, no, not as a wild shape. I can't use it in wild shape? No. Okay, well, I'll, I'll just listen and watch, and I'll peek my head over if I like need to look You can't do see. what in your wild shape? Use my approach of telepathy. Um, that was a oh. boar thing because it wasn't a perfect polymorph. Oh, okay, great, great, great. Mm. You could and be then, a hawk. I could be a hawk. That's a good one. And then once I see that the snake is being distracted by all of them, I'm going to swoop down as fast as I can, grab as many flowers in my talents as I can grab, and then leave mm-hmm. while it's being distracted. Mm-hmm. And then once I come back around, I'll, as quick as I can, run back through at least to yell and be like, I got him, and then we can leave. Okay. How and many How many I'm, flowers do you think realistically we're going to need? I don't know. For you what? Need, you need one. 
Just okay, one? Okay. Oh, yeah. That's why I'm going to grab a couple that way in case we mess up a roll or we drop one or something. Mm-hmm. Like We have more than... I'm sure you yeah. can yeah. grab like at least one or two. Like Maybe even two in each. It depends. But yeah. Depends how big they are. But. Yeah. And then I'm in the eastern hallway on that side just in case something goes wrong and we have to run in and get her. Yeah. And, and Caitlin's planning using her goading attack to keep its attention. Okay. Well, let's... Let's try. If we and, can, yeah. Well, no. Let's try and taunt it first, so that it gets close enough that I can hit it. Because I have to hit it to mm-hmm. use my goading attack. So. Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. Great. Okay. So I think as I go in there, I think I'm gonna prepare to cast Bane on it. Okay. Uh, so it's gonna have a D- minus D four, and it's like a, a checks to to perceive as well. Mm-hmm. Would that automatically put us into initiative when you do that? I mean, I'm, I'm suspecting that we're going to be we're finding it. Because you're, you're basically, if, if you're planning on opening the door and taunting it, I think that's, you're opening the door, it's going to see you preparing to cast spells, preparing to do to attack it, and that's going to send us into initiative. I think that's the best way to, like, really just make sure that it's mm-hmm. distracted. Yeah. I just wanted to try to talk to it again first, have sure. it get close enough to us, and then do casting, hitting it. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Whatever. yeah, for sure. We'll make sure it's like right there in the mm-hmm. entrance before yeah. we... Uh... Let's do it. So I cast okay. out, I cast past the trace at the entrance of the thing, turn into a hawk, and I fly up and I wait until I hear the stuff. We are kicking off. As you throw open the doors, this katasfidi will move in front of you, wings out again. He said, I told you to leave. Roll me. <gasps> Wisdom saving throws again. Right. Oh, we have to do it again? We're not immune to it? I don't believe so. I This does not affect me because I'm not within nope. sight of it yet. 21 still. If I'm peeking through the doorway, does that count? Because I'm not, I'm like behind. Uh, You are not in range of the spell. Okay. What did you get, Caitlin? Oh, no. Seven. <gasps> That's a fail. No. What's our... What's our... So what's our wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. What's our... How many tokens we got? Two. You want to burn it? Is it worth it to double check Destiny? It might be. How many? Can you use your superiority dice again? That's what well, I used it Well, she can still with. attack. She oh. just can't get close to it. You used it there? Yeah. When you had a seven? You can still. Uh, no, no. I had, I rolled a, f- <laughs> I rolled a four and then I rolled oh. a three with my superiority oh. dice. Oh. Then it ended up being a seven. We know it's a 20, so you probably should just not burn that. But I mean, we can uh, do it again. We can do the frightened condition. You have disadvantage on ability checks and attack rolls with the source of it. Your fear is within line of sight, and you can't uh-huh. willingly move closer to the source of your fear. I suppose you could just like yell at it and make it angry, or we can use this to double check. I mean, all you really got to do right now is distract it. Oh, I was going to say you should cast protection from evil and gun yourself, so you have mm-hmm. advantage on the charms conditions. Whoops. I guess you could just do that right now. Casting that would give you, uh, right give you a chance to make that save again. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, yeah, you can yeah. do that. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, do I need I think to roll that's anything? Th- throw that? us into initiative. Okay. Woo! Woo! Let's do it. Do I have to roll for that? Am I technically an initiative? Yes, you do. Woo! Okay, Tassi. 17. Vesuvius. 13. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's a 7. Demetra. 18. 18. Top of the order. Demetra, go ahead. Ooh, okay. Uh, do I have to make a saving throw since I'm frightened or no? So you, if you are casting protection from good and evil on yourself, yeah. they'll give you a chance to re-roll that fear saving throw. Right now? Yes. Okay. What did you get? Uh, 10. 10? That is a fail. 
Uh, however, if you end your turn with uh, out of line of sight, it ends the condition. Just turn around, close the doors, and come back in. <laughs> Facing doesn't work so much. Just close the door. You could close the doors. We're playing whack-a-mole now. <laughs> Wait, okay. Are, uh, we're technically on the map. We're technically not inside the room yet. We just threw open the doors. Can I just lean forward and close the doors? <laughs> uh, yeah, you it? absolutely could. Tossy, uh, it is your turn. So you hear the doors open and then close. I'm just going to lean in and go... Just kind of barely peek my nose around and see the doors close and go, What? Or just gently lean back in and ready in action to dash uh, if I hear um, any kind of distress coming from Alia. Okay. And my, just for my own like planning, my mm-hmm. flight speed as a hawk is 60 feet, yeah? Instead of 30. And oh. I, when I was looking it up, it looked like it was 60 feet. Does that sound right? Mm-hmm. Perfect. Okay. I want to make sure I wasn't misreading that. Great. And if you dash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Vesuvius. Um, <laughs> well, I pass that. You open the doors, and then Dimitri just closed. I say, open her, and go. She's, she's pant- like, doors closed, she's just panting. <laughs> All right, hey, hey, why don't you why don't you take a break? Why don't you cast that, that nice old spell you got? Uh, and then I open the doors again. Say, well, I was going to say was, well, I told you not to be such a little bitch. <laughs> Okay. All we need is a gosh dang flower, man. What is your deal? Are you going to cast Bane on him too? Yeah, I'm going to cast Bane on him. Okay. Uh, how does Bane work? He's got to make a charisma saving throw. Then he has to subtract a d4 from all his ability checks, attack rolls, and saving no, throws. No, 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 no. The casting of it. Huh? How does the casting of it work? Mm-hmm. It's a piety boon. I use it. Uh, it's an action. Okay. What? You cast Bane then. Okay. I think he Did was looking work? at how far away the thing was from you to see. I mean, it, it's uh, like 30 to 60 feet. Make an arcana check. Uh, make an arcana check? Is it uh, not? What does that mean? Seven. Yeah. Probably worked. <laughs> you, I know it failed. Like, that's how it works. You tell it. <laughs> I don't know. Like, like, every time I cast Bane before, it's like, oh, this person passes for fails. Okay. Uh, if that's the case, you don't have anything to target. Crap. What? Crap on what? a cracker. Does, does Bane not affect that creature type? Is it like an abomination? Or it's the or whole something? thing is an illusion. That's possible too. It hasn't hit any of us yet. But it an hit, illusion it destroyed the eagles birds. And it, it, it did. It did destroy it my birds. But it wasn't eating them. It was throwing these black blades at them. That's true. Mm. It could be something else. Okay, but it still destroyed them, so it can still hurt us and is angry. So I cast Maybe. it, and there's I, and I'm trying to cast this thing, and I'm realizing there's nothing. It I'm, must be a major I'm cursing illusion. nothing. Or th- I just uh, can't. Correct. You you tried to cast Bane. You did all the chanting, everything. You spent that energy, and you feel like you targeted nothing. There must be a major illusion, and there must be some sort of like wizard or or some sort of magic user in here that cast it and is that was afterwards then used some sort of spell to attack the birds or it's just an ability it has some sort of weird ability yeah sometimes like big massive magical creatures like that they have abilities that like oh you can't get targeted by certain things that's true but i'm still thinking it's a major illusion either way that doesn't change our current course of action usually that's like a legendary resistance that case it just says it just doesn't work but this that's this is not that 
no, sometimes they're like magical beasts. Try to hit it. See if it goes through him. Can I I just walk up to it? it. (laughs) My shield and sword out and just kind of like punch it. (laughs) Uh, It's just an insult. Try and and touch it. Yeah. I punch the snake. I punch the snake. I rolled a punch the snake. Your hand passes right through it. Ah, it was yeah. all an illusion, but it can still attack us somehow. somehow. Alia, it is your turn. Oh boy. Wonderful. This is um, not what I expected. I'm going to dash. I don't, I don't see any of this happening. I'm going to dash as a hawk, which means if I have 60 feet of flying as a hawk I think and I dash to hundred. you need to make a perception check first because you say we're going to try and hear oh, that's when right. things are going down. That's right, that's right. I think this is going to be relatively tough because they're deep in a mountain. Yeah. The balcony is open. Right? Balcony is open. There's also has been a whole lot of noise yet. Okay, fair enough. Right, there's just been a door opening and a door closing. It's like uh, the loudest thing. That's a dirty twenty. Hell yeah, dirty twenty. Um, I don't think that's. That's not enough. I don't think that's enough yet. Really? For the amount of noise that's happened, surrounded by mostly solid stone, and mm, with where yeah. she is, I don't think that's enough yet. Okay. Now. Then I'll probably end up waiting this turn and like maybe the next turn, like yeah. just going anyway, even if I don't hear anything. Okay. Now this next round might be enough because it is the creature's turn. Oh boy. So you pass your hand through uh-huh. this image and it kind of flickers a little bit uh-huh. and then it disappears. And all of a sudden sitting atop of the forge comes into view. You see the same creature, the same black snake with the red diamonds and the red eyes as it opens its mouth, except there's not one, but four of them. And a lightning bolt breaches forth from its mouth. We'll see in two weeks. Ah! He can cast Misty, it can cast image of itself. Thank you for listening. Our cast this season consists of Scott Graves as your Game Master, Caitlin Evans as the Fighter Demetra, Nick Meyer as the Ilberger Vesuvius, Katie Ming as the Druid Alia, and Jessica Simons as the Rogue Tossi. The Epicast is produced and edited by Scott and Nick, and our intro-outro music is recorded and produced by the wonderful Wilson Moyer. You can find the amazing background audio used during the game at tabletopaudio.com. The character art for the season was done by Andrea Thomas, at Andrea Artistic on Twitter and can be found on our website, gravestoneproductions.com. If you like the show, there are three things you can do to help support us. The first is to leave us a review on iTunes and Spotify. Reviews there are incredibly important to getting new eyes on the show. The second thing, which is just as important, is to share us on social media and tell all of your friends. Tag us on there at Gravestone Crew on Twitter and Instagram. It is always more fun listening to shows your friends are listening to. The third thing is, if you have the financial capability, of course, buy us a coffee as a thanks for the work we've produced. We love doing this, and any support in such a way helps us continue to do just that. Or you could buy some of our really cool stickers, or even the rules to the fate token system, or the Game Master notes for Season 1 so you can run the game for your friends. You can find all of these on our buymeacoffee.com. It's buymeacoffee.com slash gravestonecrew. There is also a support button on our website, and you can learn more about the other shows we do here at Gravestone Productions by going to the worldwideweb.gravestoneproductions.com. 
Hey, Scott Graves here, creator of the Epicast. I just wanted to say that this show has joined the amazing Apollo Plus program. Apollo Plus is a creator-owned platform where subscribers can help support a bunch of shows like Mars Fall, Wireland Ranch, Someone Dies in This Elevator, and this one. You can listen to shows ad-free and get tons of premium bonus content on over 40 shows. For us sci-fi people, I recently listened to Mars Fall, and they have a whole miniseries, interviews, and albums of the show's unique score on there. All of it for $10 a month. That's like having a Patreon account to 40 podcasts for the price of one. On top of that, 70% of your subscription goes directly to creators. This support helps us with getting these shows produced. I know every penny that I earn through this program goes straight into the next season's budget. And let me tell you, as an indie podcaster, every cent helps us keep doing what we love and helps keep the content flowing on a faster timeline. You can join Apollo Plus by downloading the Apollo Podcast app on Android or iOS or by going to apollopods.com. Again, that's apollopods.com or through the Apollo Podcast app on iOS and Android. Thanks for the support.